What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to more Fly Casual. Hey, guess what? Tonight it's going to get a little cray. Of course, we've got comic highlights and reviews. Gary's going to take us back to another uh, another rousing edition of Dear Starlog. We take a look back. But also, guess what? Fly Casual made the news. Sort of? We're going to tell you why and what the heck's going on in this week's edition of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Sorry, yeah. I wanted to do that. I usually do that. You really stepped on me there. I, sorry, man. You know what? I'm just so, drive, just drive this this heifer. Go so ahead. So sorry. Go I'm ahead. So, hey, what? Corey, how you doing, man? Anything funny happened this week? Oh, look, I've got a lot of alcohol. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. <laughs> look at me. That's I'm funny. surrounded by booze bottles. Wee! a bunch of drugs. I'm wearing shorty shorts. Oh boy, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Milky thighs. Yay. (laughs) Hi, Howie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, back to you, Corey. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hey, you know what I was thinking about today? No. I was... uh, Pooping. I didn't think about that, my friend. I did some of that. He participated. I'm an active participant. Did you partake in the poops? Well, now I'm now I'm careful. worried about how how narrowly I should define hey, how he, everybody poops. Everybody poops sometimes. The kids book told him everybody poops. That's a great That's book. Right. Sometimes, sometimes, and the people who don't need a stool softener. A one hump camel takes a one hump poop, and a two hump camel takes a two hump poop. Wait, what? what does a three? Only hump kidding. It's, it's I'm from not the even book. sure what that means. It's a from the poop. book. Yeah. Do you even do you even read the book, bro? Do you even book. everybody poops, bro? What? Seriously, book, God, one get culture. One poop, two poop, poop, three poop, four. <laughs> oh, the places you will poop. Let's just oh. let's just new children's books. This whole podcast. Forget what we're gonna do. Yeah, children's books. I'm, I'm feeling but with this. poop. I'm but feeling this. Poop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, your I butt like, is with poop. I like. Yep. I like where you're going with that. Yep, the cat and the poop. Uh, the Berenstain Bears too much birthday poop. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. good one. Berenstain Bears. We need more Berenstain Bears. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, yellow eggs and poop. Yellow eggs and poop. Wow. Harold and the and the purple poop. Yep. Uh, frog and poop together. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> or would it be poop and toad? Poopy poopy. Your Willie and the poop factory. Hmm. I feel like I feel like your modifications are a little heavier <laughs> than the rest of ours, Howie. That's the way I roll. Your man. poops are a little heavier than the rest. Let of ours. me be me. <laughs> you do you. You do you, sweetie. That's how you know I'm talking down to you because I said sweetie. Yeah. The girls oh, of Twitter have taught me that. <laughs> the ladies up on the twits. On the Bless tweets. your soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bless your heart. I'm still reeling for other kids' books. Do you guys? Do you guys ever read the Sweet Pickles books when you were a kid? It's one of those series that you had to like order. Nobody read that. No. What's that? No, no, just no. No. I read real books when I was a kid. I've heard of it, but those were the books that they were like, you know, don't read those because you know only geeks read that stuff. Yep. Laid a laid a strong foundation for me. Is what it did. Yeah. 
I read yeah. Encyclopedia Brown. He solved mysteries. Ooh, encyclopedias. Yeah. Berenstain poops. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of Encyclopedia Brown's kind of already there for us. Yeah, they really don't have to do anything yeah. else with that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great, guys. It's, it's this is this is probably the best intro we've ever. And <laughs> here I got one. And to think that I pooped it on Mulberry Street. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You like that, that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I feel like there's something here. Yeah. Do a the, whole series of, of children's poop satire. The never ending poop story. How to eat story. fried poops. How to eat fried poops. No. Oh, man. Yeah. Remember that book? Yep. We super fried poop. Super fudge poops. <laughs> it's just super fudge works. <laughs> yeah. As it is. Super poop fudge. Yeah. Um, uh, Amelia you can Bedelia. Do all the Judy Bloom books. Amelia Bedelia pooped. Can we can we do this with Star Wars theme? Like like whoa, a whoa, new, whoa, whoa. A let's new not, poop. Let's not get off topic here. The poop strikes <laughs> back. Return of the poop. Uh, oh, that's too easy. The that phantom, sounds like a daily event. Phantom poop. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Attack of the poop. Come on, this is easy. Revenge of the poop. Come on. Hey, the box poop. Children. <laughs> the poop awakens. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> the last poop. Oh, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> that's impossible. Re- Return of the poop treader. <laughs> oh yeah, go on C.S. Lewis. Yeah, yeah, the Lion, the Witch, and the Poop. <laughs> oh, this is awful. A Christmas poop, <laughs> just awful. Yeah, well, I think this, is, this might be the best thing we've ever done. <laughs> Frankly. Or the word. It was the we'll best find of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> we'll yeah. find out on Twitter when this drops. Oh, you're moving, you're moving into adult literature. <laughs> Poopy dick. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Call me oh, piss my things. Right? <laughs> Harry Pooper. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Pooper and the Sorcerer's Kidney Stones. <laughs> Dear God. Why is Help it in me. the kidney? Yeah. Save me, Jesus. And the Pooper of Azkaban. <laughs> Serious black poop. <laughs> spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, guys. That's a character. He was a. Uh, he was the dog. See, and there was uh, there was dog yeah. poop involved in yeah, that. I believe a dog. Yep. Uh, Harry he, Potter and the Pooplet of Fire. Was he Padfoot? <laughs> Poopfoot. Poopfoot. Yep. Tintin and the poop poop. Yep. Tintin and the poop poop. That sounds right. <laughs> I'm just making it up one. now. Because we haven't been so far <laughs> reaching pretty far into the annals yeah. of poop. Yeah. The anus annals? of poop. No. Yes. The anusal poop. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Fly Casual. Oh, that's what we're doing. Uh, you I, guys do know I edit this around my children, right? Mm-hmm. Poop, poop de doo poop de doo That means thanks, Corey. So my wife, for that. my wife was on a road trip, and no. Uh, no. she's going, no. oh, hey, like that's the first time I heard Fanboy Why. And I'm like, really? What? She's like, yeah, it was kind of interesting. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Backhanded compliment there. Uh but she's like, yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. When did you listen to that? And she goes, in the car. I'm like, our child was in the car with you. <laughs> and she goes, she had her headphones on. She couldn't hear anything. And my kid immediately from across the house, <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I don't understand how people Uh-oh. can be so, <laughs> oh, they're children. They can't hear anything. Yeah. Oh, and man. I'm just like, you are not to listen to this filthy, God awful show in front of our child. This this may be the person that eulogizes me. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad Here's always talked about now. poop, right? 
He talked about poop, and he didn't cuss in front of me, but he cussed in front of the internet a lot. <laughs> yep, there's my legacy. Thanks, hon. Thanks for that. Gotta be known for something, I guess. Yep, episode number 196, Sweet Jumpin' Justice. We're four away. Yippers. From the from Bicentennial. What? Four oh. away. Mm-hmm. From the two hundo. Yep. Yep. For those of you keeping Hondo. For those of you keeping trap in a poop form, that's two hundred poops. Mm-hmm. For a poop listener, some people listen to podcasts while they're uh, having a little, uh, had a l- having a little That's movement. An Easter egg in every episode, little, yeah. little, a little tune in the key of B. And you know what? We make sure to cover your whole poop outing, mm-hmm. and sometimes two. You know, give you plenty of time. Yeah. Depends how regular you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, for fast, effective relief. Listen to Fly Casual. Yeah, we will scare the crap right out of you. Yeah. That's the truth. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Over there on my left, Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Uh, how you doing, Corey T. Wilson? Lovely. Yeah. Just really? lovely. Uh, yeah. yeah. That is good little, to hear. Little, it's always good to hear. A little ache in the shoulder, the neck, and the elbow region here. Yeah? Yeah. Um, a little stiff. A little um, stiff. It's called old Uh-oh. age, my friend. It, the, old age really sucks. It does. It, it, does. So it does. bad. I'm telling you. Like, it used to be like, you know... Oh man, we're playing football in the mud, and some giant dude just used my skull to stand up, and something cracked, and I saw a white light, and I went to the ER, and they threw some drugs at me. I'm fine. Yeah, that's like 28. Well, that's, now, like, yeah, now it's now, like now it's you get like out of bed, and you feel the same yeah, way. Yeah, now it's like I didn't sleep really well, so I guess I'm just dead for the next two weeks because mm-hmm. my entire body is going to shut down. Yippers. Yeah. What the yeah. heck? Yep. Yeah. Old age sucks a butt. Uh, big one. Speaking of big All ones, right. over there, Master Control with the big monitor. Yes. Stephen J. Howie. Um, so who who knows the answer to this question? I do. How Garrick does in the world did Vader poop? Really poop. Yeah. Huh? How did he poop? Mm. poop? We should really we should be observing Letterkenny rules on talking about. Poop. Yeah, we should. Where we don't actually say the word, we just mouth it. And See, then I feel much make the better. consonant noise. I feel much better about that. Yeah, much better. Talking about. Poop. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Or Mike. What? You're My daughter person. hears this show through her headphones. I just was talking about. Like, watch your language. Yeah. Well, what? She hears it over her YouTube videos. I, huh? Yeah. yeah Come she on. Hears it over she understands Johnny. that code language. <laughs> code language. <laughs> Real cryptic, too. Very cryptic. Cross pond down a few. Hey, you didn't answer my question. Oh, I don't remember what it was. Did you get to it? How did so how did how did Darth suit? Vader poop? Come on, man. He's got a catheter in there. He's got a colostomy bag. He's, He's a fine. micro fresher. What do you think his meditation sphere was for? He is a micro fresher. It actually, it processes the, and then it it just spews it out as hot gas, which makes the cape more billowy. I wonder which button, like, controls the the poop poop. dumper. Does he just like strode along, you know, just stride along the, uh, the bridge of a star destroyer and just drop little like poop nuggets whenever. Like he shakes him out of his, (laughs) shakes him out of his leg, like Andy Dufresne, you know, (laughs) prison yard. Or Andy. That was the longest night of his life. I, lo- I love the idea of like the new the new guy the new ensign working on the deck of Star Shore and the other is like if he hits the blue button don't breathe in <laughs> what what's the blue button ma- just trust me that's what the masteroids are for clean that's right there <laughs> that's look, 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 look yeah. he was more machine than man his GI tract is gone man oh, it just no. doesn't even exist yeah. anymore he doesn't eat he just got a constant nope. little IV bag just yep. feeding the that's feeding the it. fluids into him that's it plus he's a Jedi it's just like 
If there was any waste, he would just expel it through the forest. Yeah, he's he's sending the poop into <laughs> he, the poop actually flow walks into a different time. He there's d- actually yeah, there's an entire era of right? Star Wars where people just don't know why poop keeps like, randomly what appearing. What the hell is that? <laughs> I don't Maybe know. Turn into a Jedi Force ghost, like poop. <laughs> a little. That's poop a ghost. problem for future Vader. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are you going to do with all that crap? Well, you see, <laughs> I'm lovely. Speaking of all that crap, cross pond down a few is Mr. Garrick not Jay Hardy. Maybe maybe Vader's suit was like a, a Fremen still suit and it just like filtered the waste and he drank it. Well, let's be honest, the suit had to have a power source, right? Yeah. How do we know it wasn't processing that poop? Or uh, maybe Vader was sewage powered. Maybe. Huh? Maybe it was That's like, a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna have someone in a cybernetic suit, might as have might as well have them smell like burning excrement. It's a very yep. environmental friendly suit. Yeah, it's very green suit. <laughs> Waste not, want not. <laughs> That's how that works. So, yep. He had to like take that. off his helmet and his meditation sphere so it wouldn't he wouldn't smell poop anymore. Yeah, because the poop smell would get all caught under the lenses <laughs> and irritate his eyes. That's why the uh, the <laughs> visor. That's the real was reason red, why he's so. all wrinkly yeah, and gray. Exactly. Yeah, the visor was red. That was actually just the poop fumes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is the most legitimate discussion we've ever had. This is almost, yeah. this is more legitimate than the children's poop books. Really? Deep dive. Yeah, really Which is. I didn't think. I didn't think we could surpass that. <laughs> no, but deep, we did. Deep dive. Deep dive. Gentlemen, let's escape this and talk about some reviews. Thank oh, the maker. One poop, two poop, red poop, blue poop. Oh, you need to go to the doctor. (laughs) Uh, It's like a Smurf poop. (laughs) Maybe they you had like a like a blue dye, like a red velvet, some Broncoberry, a bunch of blueberry cereal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> broccoberry. Yeah, you had a bunch of broccoberry. Did I say broccoberry? No, I did. <laughs> got that yeah, red a whole ranch. bunch of jalapeno bites. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm. Bronco Bill's bopping berry sauce from yeah. Arby's. It's called like Bronco Bill's. It's just called Bronco no, berry sauce. No, no, that is not OG. They bought it before they started. Before they had the little peel off things, they bought it in giant bottles. They had to pour it into little. You had to manually pour the sauces out for people, dude. This is when people worked at Arby's. Actually, had to work, Garrick. And you had to pour the sauces and cap them all up yourself. And it was called Bronco Bill's Boppin' Berry Sauce. And when they got the license to use it, they called it what they called it for short, Bronco Berry Sauce. That's when the new fish like you came along and just rode on the skirt, uh, you know, rode along on, on the on the on the tails of, of, of you know, hardworking people. like yeah, me. Basically, he called you pork food. Those small fish. I'm pork food. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stand by that, it's that natural curiosity I have, I guess. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the Bronco pork yeah. living on yeah, cliff tops. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. before we get to reviews, thought I'd do uh, another dive into the star log. Star log. So last last uh, a couple was just like four episodes ago. Kind of went over some of the rumors that people were spilling out about the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you were. Yeah, well, guess right, with what, all these, guys? all the, all, all, these, the, all the, yeah, hopeful weird rumors, <laughs> dude. With all these new segments, we need some music. Somebody's gonna get on this, dude. Do you not have any idea how much music know, we're gonna need to write? I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> we on this? We're on <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, just we're play, on uh, that. Imperial on March like, poop time. But that like thing slower. you said just now. Oh, we're on that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're all up ons. Yeah. 
anyway, so yeah, they had some, uh, this maybe you'd be surprised to know that some people had some feelings about the return of the Jedi before it came out. <laughs> I bet they did. Uh, oh yeah. boy. Yeah. So, uh, in Starlog magazine in July, 1980, they did an interview <laughs> with, uh, George Lucas and Gary Kurtz. You, you know, as those names might seem familiar. Uh-huh. Apparently, according to Lucas and Kurtz, it may there may be an estimate that it'll take up to 20 years to film all nine Star Wars stories, <laughs> which adds up to 18 hour serial, the longest ever conceived. <laughs> so uh, they're a little short on that. They eventually did it and then even expanded upon that. So even in 1980, I guess Lucas had uh had a dream. Oh, yeah, he did. Then he bounced around on that. Weren't there other interviews <laughs> later? He, well, I never really plan on going past six That's films. To oh, me, yeah. that's the beauty of George Lucas. Is <laughs> <laughs> going from, yeah, we only ever intended six movies. Yeah. Well, you know, it was originally conceived as a nine-movie serial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I originally, uh, when I wrote the first script, I was intending it for it to be 276 movies. Definitely, definitely 276 <laughs> movies. I think his original uh, feeling was he wanted somebody to be able to just sit down for a day and just watch all the movies. Yeah. All right. I'm in our period. I'll (laughs) say this. I don't know. It's getting, it's getting, how many hours is it total now? It's probably getting close to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's close to like 212 with, uh, thank God we didn't have Twitter back then. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. George Lucas. Is it just me or is Twitter the anus of the internet? Yes. I'm just saying. And we actively take part in fingering (laughs) that anus. We do. We do. That's true. Yeah. You're right. We're little nodes. (laughs) So if George Lucas had Twitter back then and every time his mind changed on something, he just on his 4 a.m. crap, you know, Donald Trump was still, you know, I would say he would be the original OG Donald Trump Twitter. Trump-esque in the fact that every time he tweets something, be like, wait, what? (laughs) That doesn't make sense. That's not what what you said said yesterday, dude. (laughs) But that's that that's that 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 weird weirdness when you get so successful and wealthy that your brain just doesn't keep track of. I, is it that, or reality. is he just is he just that way? Or, well, no, or maybe, he, maybe that's a symptom of being entrepreneurial enough. I don't know. Or yeah, he understood back then that media didn't travel as fast, and he could kind of get away with it. <laughs> that, may, that may be true. Maybe some credit yeah. is due in that regard. Yeah. Now that we're archiving everything, we're like, oh, Lucas. Uh, uh, you didn't know what you were doing. You rascal. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, just think if we could hop on George Lucas's Twitter account and go back. Hey, he, that's not what you Twitter? said. Yeah. Is George Lucas on we Twitter? Hells no. If he we understands. could walk with the poop, we'd be <laughs> he knows. right on that. So is George have, have Lucas the man smartest type? man alive officially now? Have you I seen that man say type? so. He types like my dad. He doesn't type. <laughs> He's a hunting pecker. He writes he, on yellow yeah. <laughs> notepads with a pencil. Yeah. Ink and paper, baby. A Old school. Pencil? What is a that? Pencil. Pen- a pencil? You thought George Pencils? R. R. Martin was That's, old school. What is this thing you're describing? I'm, I said pencil, pencil like three pencil times. Yeah. A pits royal? Yeah, I had one of those at Taco Stop Bell drinking. the other day. It's delicious. I don't understand. <clears throat> what is a yellow pad? Is that a, for something you trap urine with? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. happening? Yeah. It's called Depends. It's the uh, it all depends. I know what right. depends are. Yeah. So. so anyway, 
as uh, in the last Jedi, there has been some, I guess I'll say consternation as to uh, raise parentage. I well, may uh, or may not surprise you that a lot of people are kind of upset with Luke's parentage after <laughs> the empire strikes back came out. You don't say yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> so in September, 1980, someone wrote dear Starlog, is Luke related to Vader? Most think so now that Vader came out and said it. Well, I say, do you believe everything you hear? <laughs> Vader may have just lied just to enlist Luke to his side. Oh, yeah. Vader would then dispose of Luke once he got what he wanted. Man, so. <laughs> that person is very just... forward thinking because J.J. Abrams was not even part of the industry. <laughs> that was probably written by J.J. Abrams or Ryan. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Right. They are, that's where he learned it. <laughs> He's like, I'm he, mad that it actually came true. So they are, he totes. learned it by doubting Lucas. They are totes, not in the torpedoes. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. They're not. There. What are you talking about? Torpedoes. Torpedoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's crazy how uh, things repeat it themselves. Delicious. History, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It slides yeah. right down your gullet. So it could a, be a, that Kylo lied, guys. Could be that Kylo lied to Ray. Cucumber Patch is totally not con. He is not con. (laughs) That would be stupid. But legit. Why would I do that? Legit. The argument like, well, you can't believe everything Kylo says. I'm like, I I can if I believe that the writing's not that bad. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if the writing's that bad, then sure, I could believe that he's lying. But if it's not that bad, I kind of got to believe what I'm told. Was the same writers as Deadpool 2? Because. Ooh. No, I don't think so. No, because Deadpool let me check, really complained let me check about IMDb. that. Yep. No, so yeah, maybe that's true. That's a good movie. Anyway, uh, it may not surprise you that uh, after the Empire Strikes Back had been released, people were tweaking on this other that Yoda had spoken about about the <gasps> other yeah. Skywalker. There is perhaps an- there is another Skywalker. So what, no, he just said no. There is. What were the mofos saying back then? So some people had some theories about this. So here's a few. Juicy. Dear Starlog, love it. Could the other be Vader himself? Considering that was, that was my go-to. There was, <laughs> there was an equilibrium of power between good and dark sides of the Force. It would not be impossible to turn Vader into the antithesis of what he is now. Especially if Luke, except for Yoda, may be the most powerful member of the good side of the force, is truly his son. That person already a better writer than what was actually happening. (laughs) Because that ends up being true. The point they make is absolutely true. It is Vader what saves the day. But that's not at all who Yoda was talking about. No. So it's like, oh, wow, that person figured things out and then applied it. Good for you. Holly was not that smart. Well, in the context (laughs) of how it was spoken, it was like, oh, we lost Luke. We have to train another person. I think, you know, maybe yeah. it may not make sense in that yeah. context. Um, but another uh, industrious, I guess, reader of Starlog <laughs> said, Dear Starlog, many Star Wars enthusiasts have speculated that Solo will survive his frozen ador- ordeal because he is Yoda's other one capable <laughs> of harnessing the Force. Upon analysis, such development seems to have been foreshadowed in Han's dialogue exchanges with Luke and Obi-Wan in the first film and in the space pirates continuing personal growth in the Star it's, Wars movies. It's foreshadowed by him saying exactly <laughs> the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you're li- giving Hollywood way too much credit. 
Well, I'd love to see we get rumors like that nowadays where it's like, oh, Finn's going to be a super Jedi. And but like, you know what? There was a, but there was a little thought put into that. Though. There was. There was. There was a little a little bit of, et, you I know. I kind of dig that. That's all right. Yeah. And a lot of those theories, I think, are based on what we kind of want to be true. Yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah. super cool if Han Solo had superpowers? Yes. So let me find <laughs> out the evidence that supports that. Yeah. It, it's great to see these rumors how people wanted Han Solo to be more than he was. I mean. I don't, I don't know if what damn it. Han Solo was everything he could be. (laughs) Yeah. He was great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it kind of goes to the people who aren't happy with, I guess, Poe or something like, I want him to be more, but you know, Han Solo was. uh, Except in our case where instead of going, I want Poe to be more because I like him. It goes, I want Poe to be more because I want to like him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, we're not thrusting our wants and desires on Poe. We're desperately looking for wants and desires. So yeah, he's a pretty man though. Yeah, he is. That's a different discussion. Oscar Isaacs. It's a, he's almost a, as almost as hot as sexy Wexley, but not quite. <laughs> Keep no, trying, I, I guess. Nowhere near. Maybe if he grew a beard. Maybe oh, he if had he a beard sh- in uh, Ex Machina, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Maybe if he could shoot chips out of his belly. Mm, yeah. Chips. I want that action figure. Oh yeah, that would be a Pez, a chip Pez dispenser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, some readers of Starlog actually nailed it. So one of the Whoa. one of the industrial writers wrote in uh, Dear Starlog, I suggest Princess Leia. She's <laughs> young enough to for the training. She withstood <laughs> Darth Vader's tortures. She's dedicated to the cause. Princess Leia, not Lando, heard Luke's cries for help. Han Solo is not in any shape to be going anywhere for a while, and he is too old. I wouldn't be surprised if the third film Leia instead of Luke destroys the Emperor. Of course, it will be the year 2000 before we find out. (laughs) (laughs) In the year 2000. Wow. We just struck a minor chord that that was the brown note. I think we just made our listeners poop. Is that like old school Conan, man? I know, man. That's great, Conan. One of the best TV moments ever was Mr. T not able to keep a straight face. (laughs) That was the best. During the year 2000. And it was after the year 2000. I know. That was my favorite. Like, it's 2006 and they're still doing. In the year 2000. And Mr. T losing his dang mind. Like laughing so hard. Like, I don't remember laughing that hard very often in my life. Good stuff. Now, can you say in the year 2000, like Mr. T? He didn't. Well, yeah, he'd say in the year 2000, and then he would read off the card. (laughs) He didn't sing it. Mr. T. I said, can you say it like Mr. T? No, I don't feel like I'm going to rip a Mr. I T. I pity the fool who right can't now. say yeah. it like Mr. T. There. I ain't getting on no plane. You're got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I pity the fool. Oh, the A-team. You never said that in the A-team. Where's Mike's fiance when you need her? <laughs> Yeah. To in a, in a like in 1972 a, in a furtive monotone <laughs> go into the entire exposition of the A-team. <laughs> All of it, yeah. I know the song. Yay, team. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to let Lester's know. That's when she won over the entire group of guys. <laughs> yeah, right. We were out by the fire, and she, they, most of the guys had just met her, and she was just, you know, she's sitting there having time, but not really saying much. And the A team comes up, and she just launches without warning <laughs> in the year 1970. Like, just, and goes through it without blinking an eye, and a hush fell over the crowd. You can find them, and you can afford it. You can hire the A team. 
and then boom, like an eruption of like <laughs> cheers <laughs> and clapping ensued. Random fact in the movie, Liam Neeson played uh, Hannibal. He did. He played Qui-Gon. So there's yep. Star Wars. He played Hannibal all back. and Qui-Gon in the A-Team yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's true. Whoa. So, so last one up here I have. Uh, so in August 1980, Starlog actually went out to the theaters to interview people who were waiting in line for The Empire Strikes Back. They happened to come across a guy and his son, Chris. They interviewed him, and this is what he said. When I was his age, we'd go to the cereal on Saturday afternoon. You'd see the movie, then left up in the air until next Saturday. Now you have to wait three years or until the next one comes out. I think from little more adult point of view that this internal fight between good and evil and the way a Jedi master, that sort of Zen philosophy, is a fascinating thing. And it comes out much more strongly in this picture. It's quite easy to see how Luke's father could have been taken the so-called path of darkness and turned himself into Darth Vader. And now Luke has to fight the same temptations. It's a fascinating story. I think it was more adult than Star Wars. That and man, then Chris tugged on his pant leg and told him he has to pee. Yeah, the man's name that uh, they interviewed was Jerry Orbach. Jerry motherfucking Orbach. What? Jerry Gas or not Gas? Not Lemire. Orbach, Jerry right. B, our mother fragging guest, Orbach, Jerry yep. Lenny, what from Law and Order, mother fragging Orbach. That's right. So Starlog actually, I guess, maybe accidentally discovered, interviewed one of the greatest actors of all time. Of <laughs> all time. The dude not only was Lemure and saying, be our guest, he performed it live on stage at the Oscars. <laughs> Freaking uh, Lenny Briscoe, man. You were talking about yep. my uh, my fiance earlier. That is her favorite actor of all Are you uh, well, I'm, I'm not kidding. Your 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 fiance is also a Disney addict, so yes. that that fits perfectly. Oh yes, of all. So she's a Lamore. Do you have your freak? Do you have any idea how long it was before I realized that it was Jerry Orbach the whole damn time? Oh, I know. I didn't know. I, had I was no like, clue. I was like, that's Lenny. <laughs> Lenny right. is singing "Be Our Guest," and <laughs> oh, you look yeah. at his face. You're like, you, they were totally capturing his face the whole time. <laughs> He's such a what great actor. He can do those are like totally opposite roles, but yes. he, can oh, he was man. completely that French accent. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Goes from Hello. American detective who's been divorced thirty times to a French candlestick yeah. man with the estranged daughters. That's some yeah. range. It is. Yeah. You millennials can keep your Ryan Goslings. God damn it. <laughs> Gosling. Cheer <laughs> your buck with kick his multiple ass. Multiple Goslings. Goslings. Or take him out to see Goslings. Star Wars. Gooselings. <laughs> Geeslings. <laughs> I want to go goose to lay gold eggs for Eastling. Your ghostlings. Ooh. Halloween's coming up. That's true. That's true. Right around the corner. Where it is. Always. Mm. Actually, that is right around the corner, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's actually <laughs> not a lie. That's not yeah. a fabrication. It's not being facetious. Yeah. Spook, spookometer. Fastidious. Is up to uh, spook, smook, yeah. spook, spook me, spook, smook me. Yep. Wait, Damn it, I need to review my spook. Jerry Orbach, big fan of Star Wars. Rest Orbach. in peace, bro. You were the best. And he was the most cogent interview Starlog <laughs> ever conducted. Yeah, he sure was. <laughs> Apparently. 
Yeah. So anyway, peace, moving on. Peace Spoopy. We are at Peace Spoopy on the peace, Spookometer. Peace. What? Yeah. You All heard right. me. All right. Imminent danger of skeletons, my friend. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. We are at yellow status. Yellow alert. Oh. Yellow alert. Mm. I have no idea what any of this means. That's fine. Skeletor's coming to visit. Oh. Skeletor. Oh, gee. Yeah. Anyway, we had some comics come out. Vader we number did? nine. Wait, what? what yeah. Happened? Comics. Guess like comics? Which comic, like buddy? Comics. Well, we had Star Wars 53. <gasps> yeah. We had uh, Afra Doctor, comma, Doctor. Annual number two. And Poe <clears throat> Dameron. Also an annual number two. <laughs> Get it? <clears throat> number two. It's back to, it's a callback to the beginning of the show. Number two. Get it? Poop. Poop. There you go. And then Star Wars Adventure number 13, which I will say had one of the biggest Star Wars events of all time. It did. Kind of. It uh, <laughs> it, it it corrected the record, it did. right? Yeah. So let's start with it. set the record straight. So uh, faithful listeners of the show will remember that one of the first segments we did with the rest of the saga was about Max Rebo. Oh, no, you're doing Star Wars Adventures first, aren't you? Yeah, I'm doing it. Opposite. Hold on, Mike's got a click, no. and he's recording yeah, his clicks now, <laughs> so people watching on YouTube can see Mike frantically scrambling <laughs> oh, to get onto the right comic. Um, That's how I do. That's how I do, guys. That's how I do. <laughs> I was just so excited about this, though, because, you know, I just talked about Max Rebo and how everybody who'd ever made a picture or drawing or model or toy about Max Rebo had got it completely wrong. It was wrong. Because right. it, he's always been depicted with two arms and two legs. Until now. Until this issue of Star Wars Adventure, where he's depicted with only two legs and two ears. Dear God, I so love we, that it's called Tales from Wild Space, The Blue Brothers. Yeah. So we got <laughs> <Blue> two brothers. The <laughs> <laughs> Blue Brothers. Yeah, so Max Rebo has it. like a, We're on a mission a brother. for Maker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just standing there with his two legs. I thought that was great. That's awesome that the artist would actually do some research for once and find out what exactly these uh, alien species are supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that starts the ball rolling and getting some accurate depiction Max Rebo's out there. That's right. Waiting for that Black Series. <laughs> yeah. That sweet, that, sweet Black Series. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be... It'll have to come with more than just Max Rebo, I would. It'll, it's got to have his little his little keyboard thing going on. Yeah. Maybe they'll have Finger and Dan. Oh, Wait a minute. And the total shows. Finger and Dan. Thank you very that much. that was the same movie. It's not the same But movie. they... they st- 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 shut up. What? <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Know. You know what I wish, though? I wish to high heaven that Max Rebo and all of his little, like, weird Hanna-Barbera-ness... Uh, as he is depicted here with his, you know, his big dong-like nose and, and schmoopy ears. <laughs> Wait a minute. And his little what? hand feet running. I just <laughs> wish his plump little butt had a slight little crack. We're going right up the middle. It, it does need a little crack. A little it, crack would go a long way. Make it it's believe. a kid's some, comic. They can't some, put a crack in there. Oh, a little crack is could. like a little bare bottom. Give him a little butt cleavage, man. You need, you need the cracking. Give yep. him a cute little butt crack. A little bit, little bitty butt crack. Yeah, Max Rebo. That's what he had in the uh, in the original model. He had a little butt crack. So little bitty butt crack. Yeah, it's good to see that. Uh, Star Wars Adventure, I will say, is still a fun comic. 
Yeah, very kid, kitty, but uh, still fun. It's a good read. Yeah. I like, them. I like them. I like them too. This one was a Padme and uh, Anakin adventure at the beginning, which was kind of fun. Seeing uh, Anakin and Padme team up and make out and stuff. Ooh, that's always pretty hot. I think that nice. happened. I don't know. I can't guarantee that happened, but happened. This, is where the, <laughs> this is where the fun begins. Garrick head head cannons that into every Padme and Anakin do. story. Oh, yeah, it happened so, in the, the Thrawn novel, right? They made out in that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. after they blew up a planet. Now I'm gonna read it. Totally made out, guys. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so let's do. Uh, how about Star Wars Fifty Three, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Right. Not much happened. Bunch Star of space battles. Wars. Wait, are wait. you kidding me? This is the greatest comic event of all time. Oh right. Of I don't care time. what. I don't care whatever what happened in the comic. All I care about is the cover. <laughs> I, got, well, I got the uh, I got the I hope there's a payoff comic. here. Technically, Garrick called this segment "Comic Highlights." So yeah, the cover. Yeah, the cover is good. Uh, I think we mentioned <laughs> cover's it. good. Moving it on. starts off yeah. with hope dies. <laughs> so it's got a uh, Han Solo in an X-wing outfit. Yeah, it does <laughs> a costume or part of like Rogue One. All our Rogue uh, Squadron. All of a sudden, yeah. So we got a Rogue Squadron, and, and it's kind of a like after the last few issues that have dropped bombs left and right. This one was kind of like, oh yeah, space battles. All right, okay, that's cool. It's kind of let down because you know the they kind of reached the pinnacle and they're, now we're kind of on the downswing, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. I guess it, it, going forward in star Wars 54, Darth Vader will start hunting princess Leia. Cause he knows she's on the ship. So that'll be, a, that'll be a cool uh, issue. I the suppose. Hell? So why was Han part of rogue squadron? So, uh, in the course of, uh, trying to get the rebels out of trouble with the empire, his, he accidentally crashed the Millennium Falcon upside down. On yeah, the- he landed what? it upside down. <laughs> but he was get, he was nice enough to extend the landing gear yeah. first. So it's just <laughs> it's landing sticking, sticking up in the air up. like like a dog getting a belly rub. It's like, ah, oh, oh, crap. So now he ha- he still wants to be in the fight. So he says, you know, give me anything that flies. And apparently anything with wings, like, anything with wings, That's which is weird because the Falcon does not have wings. No. He's like, maybe if it has wings, I won't land it upside so, down. Yeah, X-Wings have foils, right? Is that the, They consider those wings? I don't know. It's space, bro. They're not aerodynamic, <laughs> so they wouldn't fly in. And in foil, that. I don't think, would have very good, you know. Give me anything with foil. <laughs> Give me anything All right, here's foils. Apollo 11. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Knock yeah, yourself out. Come on, out. guys. Get it, get it right. Be like Star Wars Adventure, where you get things right. Yeah, <laughs> except jerks. for the lack of an itty bitty butt crack. Yeah, it's a butt crack. It's a kid's little, thing, you know. It's, it's artist there. Artist that cute little butt Just pretend it's there. I'm gonna go and draw it in. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Just go to your comic shop and with yeah. a pen draw butt What's cracks. That? Hey, hey, you with the sharpie? You what? Go. No, correcting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so guy. Star Wars is continually like probably one of the top comics. I think. Yep. But, uh, I think it's cool. Yeah. I like it. I like the story right. lines. They Nothing. keep it interesting. Yeah. What about the next issue cover art? Yeah, the, next yeah, issue shows dun, 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 dun. Vader hunting down Leia. Is that Padme? Oh, Padme's outfit. 
No, it looks like Padme, but Leia's a little Padme-esque. Well, it's Padme-esque, but they've had Leia in this costume for a while. Yeah, she's she's kind of like slowly transitioning into her Hoth outfit over the course of these issues. <laughs> well, yeah, let's add some padding on the wrists <laughs> yeah. and elbows. Like she's, here. she's got her hair done up in the braids in the back. Yeah, like but she's not quite outfit. full oven mitt vest yet. Right, yeah. She's, I guess <laughs> she'll like oven mitt vest. slowly add parts to her outfit until she reaches that. You know, I don't know. We'll see. As long as it stays form fitting. Mm. Oh, Mike. I'm surprised you're not talking about, oh, a little bit of side boob in this picture. Yeah. No, that's that. you, Corey. Thanks yep, for it was. That out. It was. Thanks lying. for giving me the way to blame you for it. He ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then also Poe Dameron annual number two came out. I'm going what? on break. Poe Dameron. Podems. OED. So Corey likes Poe Dameron, right? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's Netflix. <sighs> nothing in nothing in this nothing in the Poe Dameron series has ever attracted me in any What? Snap Wexley? Like like all kidding aside, nothing about this comic series has ever interested me. It's been oh. more mildly entertaining recently, which is Funny because it's good. they're getting ready to end the series. Yeah, and next, I'm finally kind of on board. Finally, I, know. I like how they're writing Poe's character a lot because he's very he's very like sarcastic kind of, and he has this like devil may care attitude. Which one are we on? The annual number two or the issue thirty? Annual, annual number two. two. Okay. Yeah, so this had a new artist on it. The other cover than, art's great. Yeah, cover yeah, art. The cover great. art's good. The inside art. Oh, heavens. So much. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the cover. Like, yeah, I, I, I scrolled what onto the that? first page as you said that. <laughs> oh, and what is that? Man. That's like they took young Leia. Please tell me that's not Leia. And they took that's old Leia. Leia and they beat her up with Shmi's corpse. <laughs> no, she's melting. Oh, yeah. and what? <laughs> What's with Poe? Oh, my God. This yeah. is some of the word art, worst uh, art I've ever seen in oh, a comic. The, star, the worst. Three PO looks good. Seen. I don't know. The faces are terrible. The These faces are, are bad. The cover like, artist oh, is Rod like I'm, I'm looking good. one where like Leia's right eye is over yes, her nose, and the left eye I think is somewhere back by her ear. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> this person was not born for I, biological I art. I think they have medical conditions. All of them. Yeah. Uh, like Poe doesn't look like Poe. He looks more like Fry from Futurama. With <laughs> the hair. Yeah. It's the hair. He has Fry's hair. It's got the three, like the wings on top and the wings in the back. Yeah. Oh my mm. gosh. <laughs> and then mm. Jess, Jess Pava, it looks nothing like her character. I, I don't know. The art, I was, I was Snap Wexley? Yes. Oh dear. Han is homeless <laughs> Han and Chewie is a uh, big blue eyed Chewie. 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 Yeah. Truly, I'm it's gonna call a, that one. Oh my gosh! Like the eyes and every character on every page are wrong. Yeah, it's disappointing because it was actually a pretty decent story. That's what I was gonna ask. Hopefully, the story's yeah, because they they actually break out some old like uh, starships with that, which I was excited, including the Z95 Headhunter. Yeah, buddy, which, love for the Z95. It's one of my favorite oh, Star Wars spacecraft. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they got uh, the old Jedi starfighters in there, yeah. V wings. They got a uh, one of the Marks uh, one seven. Oh, there's yeah. an old uh, Jedi starfighter. The... You're right. Yeah. yeah, and there's that headhunter. That's how. Yeah, stuff. so they, nice. they're trying to be more incognito. So they had to break out some old starfighters, and they brought out the old Z ninety five, which was Mara Jade's favorite starcraft. You know, she mm -hmm. 
But the story is the story is actually pretty cool because they're the resistance needs money to fund their war effort. And they uh, have this tip on this box that is worth a lot of money and insides information that's worth a ton of money. They don't really know what's inside of it. So I guess Han and Chewie are and uh, Black Squadron are both after at the same time without knowing each other or after it. So uh, Han kind of more or less clears the way for Black Squadron squadron incognito like and kind of like lets it go. It's like, okay, we'll let them have it. And then in the end, they find out the information inside is actually the last remaining archives from Alderaan. And, ah. uh, yeah, which I thought that was kind of cool. Like, uh, you know, Leia's, you know, obviously from Alderaan, but uh, how how awesome it was that she gets that information back after all these years. She finally can, mm. uh, ha- I don't know, maybe not have closure, but she kind of has. Sit down, flip through the old, the old yeah. photo albums. Uh, okay, so I've always been okay with spelling out 3PO <laughs> because no one calls 3PO 3PO. They, 3PO, they throw it together as one word. Yeah. And I've been okay with R2 because, again, thrown together as one word. But when you spell BB-8, B- which B-E-B-E- doesn't really B-E-E-B-E-E hyphen 8, A-T-E. Yeah. I feel like BB-8 is so specific that it doesn't actually run together like one word like the other ones do. So I don't know that this is a precedent that needs to be held. BB-8. What did he eat? I know. Well, yeah. BB. BB-8. Nobody said BB-8. It's BB-8. It's not 3PO. It's not R2. It's BB-8. Yeah. BB-8. BB-8. I don't know. It just seems dumb to me. Sorry. I had to call attention to it. Yeah. But... The story was cool. Art was bad, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, next... I want I want to be more complimentary. Yeah, I, I want Angel Unzueta back, or however he's who's who's Looks the. Looks like we even got a panel with the birth of Kylo Ren, huh? Yeah, got some who's, backstory. Who's the lady alien in this? In this, is that a Bothan? Um, no. I don't. No. I can't remember her speech. Every time I see something that looks like a Bothan, I go, "Is that a Bothan?" Bothan the no. she's no. from Thundercats. Bothans so bad. I know they're saving that for something. I guess because they always yeah. have. You think they could throw them in at any point in the comics, but they haven't up to this at all. Mm, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it sucks. This art it sucks. <laughs> it is. Yeah. We had Afro Annual Number Two come out, which is a little better on the art front and uh it's a kind of cool story you have a interesting pairing of a female trandoshan and a human i guess they're kind of married it's interesting right a little interspecies action there yeah 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 so basically the story is afra's hiring them to collect this big angry monster thing from this planet for a some sort of crime lord so he can show it off to his other crime lord buddies who also have pretty crazy monsters like the rancor you know, you know that's what they that's what them crime lords do yeah. they collect lightsabers and monsters that's right Gracchus mm-hmm. man Star Wars bro it's the best and then you uh, through the course of a bunch of things a bunch of uh, events you find out you know Afra has hired other people to do the same thing and they have met kind of a not so fortunate ends <laughs> Um, and then they end up finding the monster and lo and behold, Afra's inside the monster <laughs> trying to 
get them to kill the monster and let her out. So that's the story. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like the she's monster been ate swallowed her. by the monster. Yeah, she got no, 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 no. My, the mother was the car. She is the car. <laughs> no, the monster right. swallowed her. And so she used her communication device to hire people to kill the monster so she could get out. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's Alrighty. actually funnier if you read it. I guess. Like she's sitting in the belly of the monster going, hmm, what's my plan B? Can I get out of here? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a pretty cool story. The art was decent. There's a lot of panels of the guy kissing the trainer. Yeah, I know. They what really the wanted to make a point of that. that. <laughs> yeah, Interspe- interspecies dating? He's like, love come here, give me kissy, kissy. Yeah, they love each other. Tranishan's like, ah, whatever, dude. Kind of, you know. Yeah, I don't think the Tranishan actually likes him. It doesn't yeah, seem like it. Tranishan specifically like. says that she doesn't, or he, I don't know what it is, the does not is like a, him. Tranishan is a female Tranishan. Okay. She's later established, because uh, he calls her his wife. Uh, but unless Tranishans are like Jurassic Park dinosaurs, like, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. I'm Nature not going to say. I'm just saying what he called her. His wife and use the uh, female pronoun. So I'm going to go with that. There you go. Who could tell in a population of all males that she wouldn't, uh, you know, or all females that she would uh, switch? I don't know. Do they like we feel? How do we feel about the droid pack mule backpack legs? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Like someone came up with an idea and didn't really workshop whether or not it would really roll through every frame of the comic. It's like, they, all right, they never really utilize it that much. And I think that was part of the joke. Like this guy bought this cool thing and that's all he can talk about. And he never really uses it. And it's yeah. part of it. It's part of a joke. It's funny. Yeah. It's a funny joke. Best thing ever. Yeah. But I love Afra. We'll see what happens. Oh, the cover for the next Afra fire? looks awesome. I will say. You see the cover at the end of that issue. Yeah. Just shows a, uh, like a I haven't liked after. the cover art lately, but this next one looks pretty cool. Yeah, the next few ones. There's one uh, cover coming out where Afra's holding a lightsaber and and you see the va- uh, shadow of Vader like over her. Like they're about to fight. That cover is coming out pretty soon. And that is probably one of my favorite covers uh, of recent times. Looks awesome. I like the reflection in her goggles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're good <laughs> stuff. Check yeah. it out. Buy some nice, comics. Nice pickup. I didn't even see that, man. Yeah. Good stuff. With Good all stuff. weapons deployed. Yeah, all weapons yep. deployed. Yeah. <laughs> the murder bots are after yeah. Afra. Everybody's everybody wants to get a piece of Afra. You know what I'm believe. saying? Yeah, I do. <sighs> so that's all I got for comics, guys. Stop it. Time for the porgus by the week. Hey, again. I don't know if y'all know this, but the original ending and the script for Return of the Jedi has Luke taken over for Darth Vader, serving the evil Galactic Emperor. What? And Han Solo dying. And I'd like to get Jerry Orbach's take on that. (laughs) (laughs) I would too. Hmm. So wait, are you so saying at that point Jerry Orbach just goes or whatever? <laughs> so you're saying the death of Solo was not a Harrison Ford creation? 
Uh, I would say I would say that the death of Solo is probably something that Harrison Ford was begging for from Empire onward. That dude was ready to be done. This is we're talking about a dude who literally referred to his character as Ham Yo Yo. I know. (laughs) I don't know why he hated that character so much. I don't get it. I don't know. You resent the things that define you. I suppose, but it never defined him. He had a huge career. I yeah, he was never defined. Completely by Han Solo. Never. I would say that he was defined equally by pretty much. Maybe, maybe early on. Maybe he just hates sci-fi. Maybe. He did a lot of it. Even outside of Star Wars and Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Fugitive. That was in sci-fi. But he did that. Fugitive. That's great. (laughs) He, he was a doctor. A good I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> Best one our man. That's what he said. Yeah, right. Yeah, he yeah. did. He said it just like that. Tommy Lee Jones, though, in the mm-hmm. fugitive. You know, I love the fugitive. That movie's crazy long. That's a crazy long movie. That's not a movie where you're just like, oh, hey, it's on TV. I'm going to stop and watch it. No, no. Yeah, it's no With fifth commercials. Element. You're in for four hours. That's a long Is movie. Is that true? Was it? With commercials. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, I don't know what the runtime is on it. Is that why you don't see it on TV anymore? Maybe. I, I I don't feel like that movie ever, or maybe they just, having having a murderer be a dude with one arm is just not PC enough for TV these days. I don't know. That seems not right to me, but two hours and 10 minutes. So yeah, Epic. five hours on television. <laughs> How many commercials they shoving in there? Dude, it's the fugitive. All the commercials. The fugitive brings in the cache, bro. Not no mo. Really? That movie is fantastic. It's a good movie. It needs new cover art. That's the worst poster for a film. You know what? You know what? All I have to say regarding Henry. Dude. (laughs) See, I like to think that uh, regarding Henry happened before or after the fugitive. I think the regarding Henry is a sequel to the fugitive. Oh yeah. 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 So see, he finally he, he gets, he finds a new, he, he has a new family, puts everything back together. Boom. Shot in the head. <laughs> Go reverts in, into kid form. Tommy Jones doesn't even care. Never even shows up. What a jerk. Right. After all he put him through. The guy who played the one arm man was in like several episodes of star Trek, the next generation. Yeah. By the way. Indeed, he was Commander Tomalock. Remember as that guy? The one horn man. And the lady what played his wife was on the show Sisters, and I have always found her attractive. She was actually on an episode of Night Court that I watched recently, and I was like, <gasps> "Her and Marky Post were dressed Sisters. in cocktail dresses," and I almost had to just take a break, just like like drink all the ice water, because that's two powerfully attractive women. How about Witness? You like that up? movie? I I do like. Wit- I love I do that like movie. Witness. Personally. Was that um, the one where he's with the Amish? Yep. Yeah. Hey, we awesome. rented that in college, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, we rented that from the Family Vidya. That's yeah. one of my first exposures as a young person to like some like graphic violence because there's. I like, thought you were gonna say to Amish people. I'm like, no, you no, grew no. up here, dude. No, no, no. You Amish people no, at the no, movie no. theaters. Yes, I've I've <laughs> known I'm the Amish, Amish for many, live, many years. I'm missing away. <laughs> You adapted no, no, no. the Amish. So, so graphic violence in movies. I mean, th- this was released in the eighties, and I mean, I, you know, I was coming of age, and I was like, "Wow, that was a pretty graphic murder scene." That, wow, yeah, that film was a pretty grisly suspense movie before those were the norm, before those were common, you know, and also yeah. very serious subject matter, right? Too. Right. 
That's a good film. It is a good film. It doesn't get enough love, but I think it's just because it was ahead of its time. You know, it, it, I don't I know that audiences abroad, like it was very successful too, but it just, I don't think that the generation that's used to clinging to movies like that really yeah, saw well, much yeah, of it, right. you know? But if you want to see a good Harrison Ford movie, there are a couple of them. Regarding Henry, definitely. Yep. Regarding Henry, um, that's witness, a tearjerker. Regarding Henry, that one hurts. And the dude what plays his physical therapist is like, I want to, I want to like jump in the movie and hug him and hang out with him because he was cool. Seriously, man, I, Harrison Ford is, I mean, <laughs> okay, yes, he's Han Solo and he's Indiana Jones, but dude has he is range. Not, he is not defined by those characters. He has range. Man, he really does. He played a man child in Regarding Henry. He literally had to learn to walk and didn't right. know his name. Yeah, for those who don't know, I mean, the guy's like a, a brilliant surgeon, right? No, was he, a, a, was he a surgeon? I think he was a surgeon or a doctor or, of some you're sort. You're thinking of Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Suffers, suffers a brain injury, basically, and is a child. Yeah, he, but he gets screwed out of, like, the, the company or whatever. They're like, I think he's a businessman. Okay. He's kind of a jerk. Okay. And then, yeah, he's going down to pick up a pack of cigarettes or something, and a kid comes in Rob's place, boom, takes two in the head. Right. And they remove him, but he has no memory of anything. No cognitive. He's starting over. Uh, like he's literally starting over from nothing. He has to learn to walk and learn to feed himself. And you see Harrison Ford playing a, essentially a child. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. It is it amazing. Is. And the daughter, oh my gosh, the daughter, she was in several things. I don't remember any of them. And she, like, I, you just, like, you, she didn't have a good relationship with her father, a really healthy one. But then when he was like, he identified more with her than anyone else when he becomes childlike himself. And so they end up having this wonderful relationship and she has to deal with the fact that she doesn't, she doesn't know if she wants her old dad back. And none of this is slapped in your face. You just have to observe it on the interactions. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. so good. That's a, that's a movie you could sit in dialogue for three hours easily. I forgot that Annette Bening was in this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, good that's movie, probably the man. first Annette Benning movie I saw after The Great Outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> good on you, Harrison Ford. Ray Stance's wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to call anybody by their actual name. That's their, all right. You don't have to. Yeah, everybody knows Ray Stance. Yeah, free country. She was. Ray. She was. She was Elwood's wife. <laughs> Anyhow. Where the hell are we in this damn podcast? <laughs> it would be discussion and rumor, my friend. Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. All right, fellas, bring it in, bring it in. So discussion this week. Uh. We actually got featured. Well, no, we did not get featured. <laughs> Headlined. We were a masthead. We were. We, we were, were an in value, guys. The, f- the front page. <laughs> front page. Fly casual. The WAPO. Washington Post and Fly Casual. Present. What do they have in common? Well, they reached out Not and much. they, they Not reached much, out, as it and turns they, out. And they asked if we wanted to take part in. Oh, wait, no, none of that ever happened. <laughs> oh, boy. So the Washington <laughs> Washington Post uh, this week uh, posted an article. Uh, the title of the article, Who Hates Star Wars for Its Newfound Diversity? Here are the numbers. Underneath, there should have been a picture of Admiral Akbar saying, It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can now, this show, was a little interesting. Numbers. Yeah. This was interesting for a couple of reasons, not the least of which um, the study that was conducted as part of this article included Fly Casual. What? Yeah. That's us. Yeah, the article uh, mostly looking at Twitter, Twitter rage. The tweets. It was not, let's say, not a huge collection of accounts involved. And we were one of them. Yeah. Your sample size is dubious. <laughs> Futurama. So anyway, so, uh, you know, Cordy and Howie kind of dug into this a little bit and looked at it. And Eric kind of, You're the only lazy ass here. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I don't, do one of you guys want to kind of just outline what the basic thesis of the of the article was? You know, I wish I could put it into a basic thesis. I don't know that I really can. Oh, it's got to be able to be... <laughs> <laughs> in uh, no, way, honestly, that's on a very basic level. As we get into our analysis of it, that'll be one of my problems that I take. Maybe you should but. give a basic statistics overview of how uh, <laughs> we'll get there statistics too. Statistics works. Yeah, <laughs> let's do intro well. statistics. <laughs> let's save that commentary. Let's uh, let's get out the uh, what's the what's the statistics program we use in the in the old the old uh, the old black belt SAS. Mini tab. Oh, mini tab. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that was horrible program. Oh, I know. What a, what a mini tab is a powerful tool that you hate. Yeah. You always. Hate. Just, it was anyway. Like, if you have any kind of presence or you follow Twitter <laughs> in any form or fashion, you yeah. will have known that since the last Jedi, at least in my opinion, it seems there has been a. So-called shitstorm, divisiveness <laughs> would have been what I would yeah, say. Divisiveness, shitstorm. Shit yeah, why yeah. not? It's just On, fun to uh, say. Twitter between it's, it's, people. It's a fun that visualization. Like the Last Jedi too. and people that dislike the Last Jedi. Yeah. There are a lot of people that dislike the Last Jedi. There are way more people who dislike the people who dislike the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just feels that way sometimes because I of, hear a lot more a lot about of one than the other. Dislike people who like the Last Jedi too. Just to be fair. There is some of that. There is some of that. Yes, there is. Either way. So, so what basically this what this person up, did is okay. what? What did they do? They, um, God, it's hard to, it's hard to respond to this without immediately throwing my own spin into it. But let's give the facts first and then we'll do with We'll, we'll attack the spin. Well, should I do what the article did and decide my facts hey, and then Corey. have one, someone try to go come up with numbers to justify Corey. them? Corey. What? W-W-J-O-D. <laughs> what would Jerry Orbach do? <laughs> I'm not that Thank eloquent. You. Thank you, Garrick. <laughs> do I have to respond in a French accent? <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, be my guest. Je m'appelle to you, Phil. Um, Nailed it. So, uh, what they what they were setting out to do is analyze, you know, all the hatred and vitriol in the community. If you're a believer in there being all that much hatred, because there has been an overall view, right? That that there is just this. I I don't even want to say overall. There has been a view amongst yeah, some, right? That the vitriol in the community is at its fever pitch, and I think that's arguably accurate. You can um, because there's never been a fever pitch of vitriol in Star Wars fandom. There's never been that much vitriol in Star Wars fandom. Well, some would argue mm, debatable that People during really the prequel the era, there yeah. was a little bit of that in the fandom well, or just in it. general. I Both? were fans turning on fans. We didn't even have we didn't even have Twitter to paint the targets for us. A, a, a little bit, I would say there was some of that. Sure. I mean, because there That's, were people that were 
that were prequel defenders and people that really didn't like the prequel. The whole story comes back to Twitter because I mean, everything yes. in this I'm is at about best Twitter. almost killed himself because of the backlash. All, yeah. <sighs> all, yeah. all of the this whole article is about on Twitter. Yeah. So the, you have to keep that, that in, in mind, bold, please. Italicized letter. Right. Um, are are people uh, do people act shitty on Twitter about Star Wars? Specifically highlighting The Last Jedi and toward Kelly Marie Tran yes. after her now famous temporary, you know, self-banishment. Uh, uh, just, yeah, real quick I, and I, don't, I don't mean to say, I shouldn't say self-banishment, but taking a break. It has, it has been said that she had received some kind of harassment online. Well, it's, it's known. It right. is known. She she received some harassment and decided to, and, and it wasn't even on Twitter, actually. This was Instagram. She closed on her Instagram account. Not in and the because show. she's like, I'm walking away from this, which right. and, and we all said, all right, now everybody's going to make a, 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 a huge deal of this cast a lot more light on these trolls than is healthy. Um, but it's OK to point out that people are buttholes and don't be buttholes. But her decision to go, eh, I'm done with this is fine. Yeah. She also came, like that was she right also move. came back and talked about it and said, I will not be marginalized. I'm like, are you so marginalized where you're in a major Hollywood blockbuster film? And I mean, how marge I, I realize that. People of different groups and things or who can be identified as different things get treated different ways by different people. But when we start throwing the word marginalization around, I get a little concerned because you are literally part of an elite. So that's that. And that's 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 where I start where I want celebrities to rise above. But she's right. she's young. She's having to face all this all at once. There's no reason why she should already be an she, expert. In this. She became she was a relative unknown. Yeah. yeah to suddenly was, just thrust into the spotlight. She was ready to quit acting before she got the call to. Yeah. And be in I have I really don't take any issue with her. Not I, really. I, I personally don't at all. I, I think, we've said many times, honestly, as much as we may not like the character. Right. Ain't her fault. She did everything she could with what was on the page. Right. I, I, right. And I think from, I mean, I, I just remember even the earliest reporting that we did on her, she seemed to be the most charming. Yeah. And we were attractive. Like, like and she's, just we're like, like, she's like hilarious, like recording like people or like, like listening to people talking about her character in the coffee shop because they didn't know who she is. And she goes over and herself. We're like, ah, she's so fun. Yeah. You know? And so. Uh, and I still feel that way about her. I, she seems like a perfectly. So wasn't, you know, person. So what this article wanted to do seemingly was figure out exactly how much hatred, vitriol, sexism and hate well, speech. Yeah, they, they have three points that they're trying to place to uh, address uh, among the Star Wars fan Twitter, <laughs> which is such a weird thing. Uh, they wanted to look at offensive language and uh -oh. hate speech. Got lots of that. That have a modest uh, presence. Uh, abusive posts are not uh, uh, due to bots. Right. And they wanted to weed out bots. Somehow. Yeah. And uh, uh, three, that uh, the posters use more profanity and slurs to talk about women and minorities and to talk and to talk to female fans. <laughs> so naturally, we're part of the selection. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one thing that it, if, that's you're, if unclear, you're a listener and don't follow us on Twitter, it's actually kind of funny because our Twitter is far more well friendly than, yeah. than even the way we talk on the. the well, uh, what's a little unclear, uh, and at first I thought they were using our tweets as the basis. Yeah. 
Uh, and as I read more on it, I, I, I'm not sure that that's true. I think they were, yeah. they did searches, keyword searches across, it sounded like now, across all of Twitter to these specific accounts. No, I think what they did, yeah, they took 37, quote, male only accounts and 37. Which, and they, well, we can talk about that in a second because yeah. she specifically did some stuff there. But, yeah. but um, we were included in that 37. Yeah, so she went to StarWars.com, got all the, the podcast accounts from there, and then uh, further got some more accounts from um, uh, an official from Star Wars, I guess. And that's that's how so, we got in. We're still somehow not been excommunicated well, from she, Star Wars. Well, she, yes, right. I was going to say the reason we were included is because we are well, on yeah, the, yeah, the Star Wars. There's only been right. one that's been excommunicated. By the way, half our listeners just went, "Are you kidding me?" Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of these ales, yeah. right? Um, I'm right. We were, to we were film right now. That was like the happiest so, day of my life. Everyone, it was. Don't take so, this away from us. This all this all statistical analysis has been based on her deciding what's fact. Yeah, this it, well, so it, she it, well, okay. First of all, the selection hold on. is so. I know. Let me talk about the selection. Interesting. So she <laughs> she selected these uh, Twitter accounts. I mean, okay, you selected it how you selected it, and then broke them out by uh, male and female, which she describes as having to be. Uh, she decided on male and female based on the name and the picture and the ones that didn't have, you know, then she had to make an, like, well, it if, was very subjective. And well, I'm like, if, if they have at least one female podcaster, it's considered a female account. Oh man. So what if I had done, a- so by doing that, there's a 37 to 27 split, 37 male, 27 female accounts. Yep. Um, and then did the search on, uh, uh, I can't even, I, you can read the article on exactly what she searched on, but basically uh, things that had to do with Star Wars, The Last uh, Last Jedi, uh, and Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran, and mm. uh, uh, the character's names. Now. Rose Tycho. Thank you. Uh, Tico, and, my friend. Is it Tico? Yeah. So, Rose Tico. Yeah, basically she took all those, ran them through some... Um, Pre-developed algorithms. Yes, yeah, she didn't do these algorithms. These were algorithms that were developed by local, like, or well, universities. Right? Yeah, that uh, one that of them's university, uh, Indiana University. Now that looks like one of them. Hey, you're wearing a shirt for that college, uh, Indiana University, there, Mike. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I see Cornell. I don't see IU. Andy. Well, how is it? IU. And it's, I believe it's in there. Says. All right. There's there's two or three different programs. One of them was dedicated to determining hate speech. One of them was dedicated to uh, offensive language. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that kind of thing. So um, she didn't give clear uh, what was considered offensive language and what was specifically didn't give and they, anything. And they speech. specifically said that this, these aren't her logarithms, right? right. I mean, these are the university. So if you are interested, you would need to actually go to the university. Yes. As and, much detail as she goes into about what was done, the qualifiers were left out, which even that is splitting it. Well, she may, take a step she may not even have those qualifiers. Right. Have, there might be. Right. Which again, that's great journalism. Um, 
I want to take a I want to take a step back because I think the fatal flaw in this because as much as we've said we take this old man approach to this kind of stuff we're going that really sucks people are horrible and that shouldn't be a surprise someone should be briefing everyone who's going to be in a major motion picture and say guess what in some fashion you're going to get exposed to the dredges of society the, here right, go but, sit down with Hayden Christian he'll tell you okay but, yes. but take I, a I step think, back that's a that's a good point before well, we go Corey but, but, that's a good point because this isn't new right but this but, isn't about them i know but 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 stop making it about them but this is about fans as much as we have said that we've taken that kind of stance many times said people are horrible but people are horrible right as much as we've said that if we're looking at the behavior that would drive Kelly Marie Tran off Twitter or something, anything like, or off Instagram, and we're using Twitter to do so because we just decided that Twitter is the medium that everything must be based upon. The fact that we go specifically to the fan accounts, like for podcasts and things like that, seems like total folly to me yeah. because those are the ones that have something at stake. You should be going to the people who are saying horrible things because they have absolutely again, no threat of repercussion. It, again, they're it's not such a weird Corey, narrative. Listen to me. I know they're looking at twit twits. Tweets. Looking at a bunch of twits. What? Yeah, tweets from fans to the podcasts. These are all the tweets. People tweeted us. That's what I'm getting from this. It's not what we say. It's not necessarily what the podcasts say. They wanted to get into. Well, it it doesn't. They wanted to get into tweets. This really isn't from Star Wars fan to Star Wars fan. They wanted to find a way to get in and actually look at discussions. So the best way to do that was to find podcasts like ours and people are actually talking about. So they wanted to find entities that that are not getting paid by Star Wars, right? Okay, like, that makes a okay. little more sense if that's accurate. And, and again, I'm trying to read through this and I'm trying to and digest it myself. So I don't how, know if I have it completely accurate. How does it fully? I mean, it, the parameters are blowing my freaking mind. They're they're very uh, vague. The, and I, even if they squishy. weren't vague, even if they're laser fine, it's they don't seem right. It doesn't seem. Like an accurate sample but set. Yeah, I think we need to go a little bit further in what this is actually like the coming, hype. they're saying, because yeah. we're not really letting people know what we they're should. saying. We should. We should tell them what their results were. So what they what they kind of came up with was, um, uh, hold on. Okay, so they did keyword searches of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Um, Rose, was was it Tico? Rose Tico. Tico. Oh, yeah. Tico. And Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran, they grouped those two together, and then um, they show. broke it out uh, by men and women uh, fan podcasters. So if you just look at the searches overall, offensive language was 5.8% Woo! when they're talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. Okay. And 1.1% of hate speech. Okay. Sucks, but yep. Okay. And if you look at only negative tweets, so they have another algorithm that she used to find what neg- define negative tweets, and it was offensive language was six point nine percent of the negative tweets. So of course this, it goes and this again um, toward the movie, just the movie. This is on the keyword searches of Star Wars slash The Last Jedi. Okay, and then if you move over to specifically 
Rose Tico, Kelly Marie Tran search group together. Right. Um, the offensive language was 12.1% and hate speech was 1.8%. Um, and then they talk about negative tweets and stuff like you can, you can read this yourselves. I don't go through all this, okay, so- but that's what they're looking at now. Well, hold on. Last section okay. where they're talking about the men and women podcasters. Okay. What's the margin of error to the men podcasters, offensive language, 7.7%. And women, 8.5%. Dang. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Say that again. Two, uh, so tw- uh, tweets sent to fan podcasters. Okay. Men, fan pod, like us. Mm-hmm. Right. 7.7% of the tweets were, had offensive language in them. Yeah. Okay. And uh, 0.22% was hate speech. Okay. So that's kind of a yeah. right. little too low to even throw out there. But right. uh, to women... 8.5% offensive language, 0.35% hate speech. Weird. What? Hmm. So it's not just the dudes gathering in the dark, I guess. Well, and, and the problem, small, again, a, the problem I have with a little bit of this is they, if your podcast had a woman on it, yeah. it was considered a female. Right. A female account. Account. Even though it could be completely run by a dude on the and you could have one person that's the podcaster you can have four you what's can the have confidence ten. interval I don't, of this so i don't know how that factors in what's it. that gary it's a confidence interval of this uh, <laughs> seriously what's the margin of error on Five? well and she does she kind of addresses that and says there's really no good way to come up with this there isn't and that's where i'm going you shouldn't be publishing this if you can't back it up I'm. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm, I'm over. Okay. Well, here's here's what I'm. I mean, I, you guys are numbers guys, so I think you guys have a better grasp of this than I do. But, um, I mean, from the outside looking in, from, this yeah, this really, and I I don't know what because I haven't really read through the whole article. So I don't know what the thesis yeah, is. I didn't even read the article. I just went to the supporting document. That's gotcha. all. Because I don't care about what the article says. I care. I care about right. what she did. Right. Okay. So I, that sounded you know, harsh, but no, no, no. <laughs> but I didn't mean it. That. My, I mean, my takeaway from this is that okay, yeah, maybe there's some negativity in things, but relatively speaking, well, that's that's a number. That's a big flaw. There's there's no way to gauge this against. Okay. Anything else? Because she doesn't all, provide all, anything. All else. I can do, all I can do, is well, judge that, based does, what's unpresented, and based on what is presented, all of this seems like a pretty small percentage to me. Yeah, you're, so you're my, saying, my takeaway you're from this: if this is all 100 percent accurate, right? It still seems. If it is, let's just assume that every just for a moment, yeah, for for the sake of argument, let's assume all of this is accurate. This this these results tell me that. Fandom is in pretty good shape. Now she like, does. She does go in to say because she did scrub out a lot of tweets that she felt were false positives and stuff like that. Sure, she says that she believes. Of course, you take this for what it's worth. That it's actually a slightly lower number than what it probably yeah. is. Is what she says. It's an all uh, high because she maybe she fair. said she was a little more strict about scrubbing stuff out. That 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 in this type of analysis, but maybe we're talking about seven point seven. Maybe it's like eight percent. Even if you you add a little bit in, I would. I mean, if 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 you know, if we're talking six percent negative and ninety four percent 
everything's everybody's just in the fandom if, is if we're under 15 20 15 percent i think <laughs> now let me well, <laughs> no, 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 i don't know no. this hey, is what guys, i would have expected guys, guys honestly guys yeah. hate speech and abuse and 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 and, and, and abusive language right let's uh, i'm not offensive language. offensive language it's it's not okay for there to be any of it well but well, life worse. is not First Always of all, okay. life is life. If we, life right. is eighty percent okay, some people take that as a win. We don't. We don't know what offensive language specifically, like sure what, the, what the algorithm is. is right? We don't know you, the hate speech. Let is. me now. Let me point you to some of the things that the article draws. One of the things that you know, you were just talking about uh, how there's a higher percentage of of people responding to or tweeting at uh, female quote end quote fan accounts, meaning however female, but basically more than zero percent female. Um, that they receive slightly more of the abusive, offensive language in the hate speech, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the article says the female. Well, okay, wait. Tweets around them. Yes, not saying that I said to them or no. involving them. Yeah. So the article says uh, that female. It's right. It's headlined over that section. Female fans are harassed more. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's making this. They're saying, there's a margin of error, they're, and they're not. They're ex- saying that the the existence of language. In a tweet that tags one of these fan sites that is more than zero or one of these fan t- Twitter accounts that is more than zero percent female is is harassment toward that account is harassment toward a female. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What the effing hell? That is an absolutely wrong, faulty yeah. assumption. Yeah, first of all, we're the, we have to take that, a step back and that we're, is manipulative. We're we're dealing with Twitter. We're not dealing with a Right. We're not dealing with people. Right. People. I mean, right. And that's a good point to make here because I hate to say I, it, in, in my it, opinion, it Twitter and if you're a thinking rational reasonable person, <laughs> Twitter does not reflect real life in any way shape manner or form yeah and <laughs> and people say a lot of stupid things yes. on the internet of course that because, they would not say yep because they're what uh, what draw your own conclusions and but that's not an that's not an excuse but no, it's a reality and i think that's a fair thing to to kind of point out is we obviously think hate speech you know however you want to define it or being offensive to other people that's just not okay but but again my take but, but my takeaway from this I still feel like, um, you know, because <laughs> I still consider Twitter the anus of the Internet. Exactly. I mean, it is just. It, and if you're in is, the anus of the be, Internet and you're only 8%. Yes. I mean. I mean, to me, that again, that's a win. I feel like fandom is doing just fine. Well, wait, 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 wait. Despite is, all the negative press and all the negative. Twitter's the anus, what is 4chan? I need this. <laughs> we, we don't really want to go there. <laughs> is that when you literally get ripped a new anus? Or is that the Twitter rectum? without the O-ring? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the dark Twitter. The dark Twitter. <laughs> I, 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 this, some of the conclusions may like, again, this, the, you can question a lot of, of, of how tight or loose some of the decisions were in the statistical analysis. And I'm glad that they actually published what they did and they did it with a lot of detail. Obviously someone who is a numbers person, I'm looking at this going, Oh God, this is not enough detail. I mean, you get, but they gave me enough for me to know that, which is better than you yeah. usually get. And, and and that's no. good. Yeah, go ahead. But some when you go to the article and you read the conclusions or the I would say mm-hmm. allusions 
being drawn from some of these, it is clear to me, and this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna this skirt is where the, I had line. the biggest problem. This is where I'm gonna skirt the line. They wanted to make this article, so they sent someone out yes. to prove it. Right. And rather than having a proof of something and making an article. An associate political science professor. Right. And nah. And but you know, one of the things that they that they do say, uh, one of the things that I've seen said about this is that, you know, overall the Star Wars fan community doesn't want to acknowledge any of this. And it's not because they want to hide it. It's because we want it to die and go away. We don't want to acknowledge it because we don't we don't want to give it the wind it wants. Yeah. You know, uh, Gizmodo had an article up about this article because, you know, that's what that's good for now. Um, yeah. Saying that it doesn't go far enough. And usually if it comes from Gizmodo or anything that was formerly part of Gawker Media, the political motivation on that is going to be they're not hitting hard enough. And in this case, they're right because it's so limited. Mm-hmm. It is so Limited, like I feel the same way. I don't, I'm not even feeling defensive about this because it's such a weird way that we were even included. But because I don't understand the selection, I do not understand how they devise it. This is a way to figure out what's actually going on. But at the same time, they have to limit it somehow, right? I, I feel like you. So, can- but but it's, but you're not looking at the worst of it. You're not seeing the worst of it if you're only looking at people interacting in this circle, because fandom goes way bigger than this circle. And that's where the worst of it comes from. Well, I don't, I mean, they are looking at all, I mean, the search is for star Wars, the last Jedi, you know, they are searching all tweets that have that. Have they looked at all of, all of the direct, you know, the direct tags of Kelly Marie Tran and everybody that said anything to her. I mean, yeah, that's, that was the, and that's where I think this is interesting because if they're doing it the same way, at least you can have comparisons within itself. Yeah. And with her, it was of offensive language. Remember the males, uh, podcasters was 7.7 females was 8.5. Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran was 12.1. Here's here's the problem I have with the Kelly Marie Tran. So it's a significant Rose jump there. Yes, there is. But the problem I have with with the Kelly Marie and Rose Tico arc of this is that they grouped them together. One, right? I mean, because we're we're talking two different things, right? We're talking hate speech. Yeah, they should not. Have- and we're talking we're talking negative comments because to me, I mean, there's a lot of people that dislike the Last Jedi. I'm one of them. And what I would speak. I would speak negatively about the character of Rose Tico. Which would not show up as offensive or hate. Right. According to the, what because she says. Because I would I'm, never say anything. It would show up as negative. that would show up as hate speech regarding Kelly Marie Tran. Even yeah. though I didn't like the, the character of Rose Tico, I think Kelly Marie Tran is a, a fantastic person. Now, the, specifically talking about negative tweets, because that's a, that's a third car- category. You have negative tweets, offensive, and hate. Right. Um, so uh, uh, when searching Star Wars The Last Jedi, negative tweets as a share of all tweets, 73%. Yeah, that one struck me. What, say that again? I need to, I need so, to digest yes, that. <laughs> the keyword search of Star Wars or The Last Jedi, Yeah, they have uh, negative tweets as a share of all tweets as 73%. Now, wow. now I want to point something out. You're saying like 
like tweets to male fan uh, accounts, tweets to a female fan accounts, tweets to Kelly Marie Tran. That's not what the and you're looking at the data. That's not what the article says. Uh, tweets involving yeah, those in, accounts. In, in, in the, make that distinction. In the article, it says tweets about Kelly Marie Tran, which is a very that you get real murky right there because there's a difference. Right. Tweets involving her and, and accounts. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a difference between the character and the actor. Well, no, I'm saying that in that I'm interpreting tweets about her directed at or tagging a fan okay. account. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's make this clear okay. from what I understand from what I'm reading yeah. is it's tweets with the keyword search of Rose Tico or Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran. Man, that's hard for me to say. Uh, KMT, so, bro. Yeah, KMT. So th- those are the keyword searches involving her Twitter account. Okay. So at whatever handle, I don't know what it is. Um, so that's how they did the study. So it has to involve her account, and those are the keyword searches of you know character's name and her name. Okay, gotcha. And they and, ran but, that through the uh, through those algorithms. What you know? See, part of the problem with so that like, too why are, why is are that people why are people bitching at us? Not, I'm, nobody's bitching at us. That's the funny thing. But why would the assumption be that people are bitching at the fan accounts? Like, what is that? It's I it's there. It. I think she's trying to show that they're well. First of all, they're trying to prove an assumption. So that's a fault in, in your study. You shouldn't. You should just go and right find the what da- the what, data says. What the data find the says. truth, not right. prove yeah. an assumption. Yeah. Um. So she's trying to prove the assumption that. Um. Uh, Star Wars fans are sexist. Are sexist? They right. they tweet at but to even, female. Even then, even then I think her results, worse. whether whatever she said in her conclusion, is still it's it's a, it's a relatively low. Well, and another thing too percentage. is shoot those uh, like Amy um, Ratcliffe. Amy Ratcliffe. Her her account specifically was added into this as well. Yeah. Whereas it's our account for a podcast, not our own personal accounts. Right. Oh, thank you. So we're not even comparing necessarily apples yeah, to apples. I know. This is this is hard. I mean, I, I honestly I gotta give her props for trying. And I know <laughs> there was a I significant amount of thought that the way into it. I don't was. agree with a lot right, of it. I was gonna say well, I, I th- it's I think it's very clear that this person's probably pretty smart, but they're not, they're <laughs> yeah. not a statistical person. They're a, they're a professor of political science. And it also sounds to me like they're having trouble. They're, they're approaching a political issue, but they don't actually aren't really maybe as familiar with how to break down the social aspects of how a fandom yeah. operates. Well, yeah. We're, That's where I really see it. She fall. should have involved, you know, someone who knew statistics mm-hmm. and someone who knew uh, social implications uh involved with this but it was just her and it was and i and it's unclear if the washington post wanted her to do this go do this or if she was like i want to get published on the washington post or if someone just legitimately was like i think this is a thing and i want to figure it out right right. i think that was probably the case i want to i want to i want to read her her last paragraph in this article because i still feel like She's she's being somewhat fair. <laughs> okay, this is what it says. Um, the last paragraph, a divided culture. Most people who tweet about Star yeah, Wars part. are congenial and skeptical about trolls. But as with other cultural icons, whether it's an all-female Ghostbusters or NFL players kneeling during the national anthem, 
A significant few respond with anger and hate when gender and race expectations change. We know that from the numbers. That and that's what that threw the curveball from me. This whole time when I was re- looking through this, I'm like, boy, you really seem like you're trying. You're trying to find needles in the haystack. Boy, it seems like you're really trying to well, put it out. But then the very end of it, and that's why I said when you said at the beginning, what's the thesis? I'm like, I, I don't know that I can go. Well, because at I the think, end, it's saying it's there. I and almost think there's most- a conflict. She's having a conflict with the Washington Post. The Washington Post wants to title things right. well, a this, certain way yeah. to get clicks. And she's like, no, I want my integrity. Look, this has been a big story. That's kind of how I this feel. This has been a I long, know. a big story for most of this year since the last shot has come out. You know, there's a lot of you know, bickering and everything else. And so they sent her on this assignment or she took it on. However, that happened. And uh, I, I again, I still I feel like she's being as fair as she can be in this last paragraph. Mm. It's so weird. again, you've got to get all the way to the end. I think most people are. Let's face it. We live in a culture room where most people read the the headline, not and the article. And assume the they know everything about it. Yeah. Right. So but, I think most people are going to walk away from this thinking that, you know. But again, we're the idiots who say, suck it up. It's the Internet. People aren't nice. There's evil in the world. You got to put on the big kid pants, right? We're the ones who say that. Or don't get involved, one or the other. Yeah, but we're looking at this going, well, I don't see how this would even go out to show how bad it actually is. And then at the end, it says, the numbers say it's not that bad. And I'm like, I don't know what to do on this side of the argument. (laughs) I'm not comfortable (laughs) over here. I'm I'm used to saying it's not that bad. But there the article says it's not that bad. I'm like, but it's worse than you're saying. I think it's it's, uh, somewhat... I don't say it's proving, but it's no. giving a little bit more validity to the fact there's a small few yes. that are making a big stink yes. and getting all the attention and look, they're making it look worse than my it is. my experience. I, I followed the Twitter wars fairly closely. You know, I, I don't include you, it. You are involved more than on, on my personal on my personal account. I, I involve myself on you the, don't sully our on the yes, I do not because I don't want to. We don't want to be that way. Yeah. So, but I kind of follow. One of us speaks for all of us. (laughs) Except for me. I'm just saying my own personal experience. This article seems to verify what I've seen. Yeah. What I see is seriously, there's probably four or five like accounts that are really into this culture thing, like on both sides. And they are just For digging fo- it. significant follower. So, yeah, that have significant followers and whatnot, and they go at each other constantly. But for the mass majority of podcasts like us, and and the mass mass majority of the rest of them, we're just into the hey man, you know this is a new thing coming. Hey, you know here's the new movie, and here's the rumors. You know we're not digging into this. You know the culture war thing. And uh, to me, again, that's a po- that's a positive. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean we cover it when we, it's we talk it, when it. it's newsworthy like this. But I'm well, totally totally newsworthy. They brought we were us involved. into this one. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> they see? dragged us in exactly. But no, I'm personally very encouraged by this because I, I again I feel like yeah, there's people out there spewing that hate. But you're right. I mean, there's never going to be 100% of people that are just perfectly dandy. And- I am the weirdest kind of mad about this. 
<laughs> because it affirms exactly what I say, but I don't believe it affirmed it well enough. Well, you better. I get or in it. the right way. I, I get what I, I get your concerns about the, it, like the validity said, of we're the numbers, data. guys. And, yes, yeah. right. I, I get that. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's probably a better way to do this, but. I don't know. I gotta Twitter, give her, I don't know. <laughs> I got to give her props Twitter. for trying. Well, okay. And let's take a step back. What, I, one of you guys told me what the percentage of people that are on Twitter versus, you know, Americans. Yeah. Or the world. Uh, yeah. What do you, do you guys remember what you guys told me? Because I don't remember. No, I can make something but up right now. It was. <laughs> it, I remember, though, that it was significantly. Uh, it was a small percentage. It is. It's It's not. Uh, there's a lot more. Maybe like five or 10 percent at best. Yeah. There's a lot more accounts than there are actual people on Twitter. And I'm not talking and about bots. I'm talking actually- about I have five different accounts for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't use any of them to troll let's, anyone. Let's be clear. It's actually ridiculous. Like when you turn on the, the nightly news and they're quoting people on Twitter. Oh, it's so. That is ridiculous that because Twitter does not represent okay. the uh, world. The fraction. Jack right. Dorsey, I would totally love to <laughs> hang out with you and have dinner <laughs> one night. I have nothing against you at all. This isn't a Dorsey thing. This is the media thing. I know. I know. It's the, Well, it's what it's been. It's what it's. It's the, 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 the Frankenstein monster. You you didn't predict how what would actually happen. You, you tried to do something for a certain reason, yeah. And over the course of time, it's been been perverted. You know, look, I'm a free speech guy, so I'm like all about people just going and and just you know spewing their whatever wherever if, they want. Right. That's that's fine with me. Say whatever as you long want. As they're not I being liable or well, yeah, right know, within things, within yeah. the confines of the law. But what I don't like is is media and whatnot and people trying to represent Twitter or whatever. Use Twitter social. as a representation of the yes, populace. Exactly. Because it's yes. just not. It's it is not. really not. It's nowhere even close. So that's the other thing. So not there's, and not only that, there's three hundred and thirty six million active users on Twitter. And that is not filtering out bots or spiders or groups or whatever. And that's worldwide. That's right? worldwide. And, Active accounts, active not accounts active out of seven point four billion people in the world. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So let's say every one of those is a person. It's not. It's still a teeny, teeny, tiny, tiny. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So that being said, um, I, 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 I appreciate that this was done. Like anytime it's I, interesting. anytime I dig into the guts of the statistical analyses that are. Done on these types of social could have things. Been done My better. teeth, I could. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody who I, can do it better who's willing to do it. Sure, right. Yeah. For I, these types of subjects, I think yeah. the only because it's too squishy for a valid yeah. statistician to go. Yeah, I'll, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'll get into that. Right. Yes. Yeah, Star Wars. What a valid statistician. <laughs> it doesn't. Star Wars. Nothing. These social issues. These social issues and Twitter and sure. and and yeah, using right. using store bought algorithms and I in quotes, you know. But I mean, off the shelf algorithms to discover. Like a valid statistician will just go. No, no, no. no I like my career. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't know that it will or could. The be The only done thing better, that really. I find interesting that I think has some validity is comparing itself within itself and yeah. you know comparing the star wars searches to kelly marie tran versus you know male and female podcasters comparing that within itself the numbers mean nothing 7.7 8.5 that means nothing but against each other 7.7 to 8.5 is something yeah. and 12.1 i mean so that point out the first thing garrick said after looking into the looking into the data himself when he texts us he goes 
Am I getting this right? Or are they using number of tweets as an end value? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is another thing on this. I'm like, yes. like one person could go on a hundred tr- tweet tirade. Right. I, 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 before we recorded, I was like, I'm like, let's reduce it like this. Well, I, I decided to use a selection of two accounts and 50 of the tweets were from one account were hate speech 50 of the tweets from the other account had no hate speech. So 50% of both accounts were hate speech. That's similar. You see what I'm saying? Like you're, you're automatically saying, well, we got a problem because 50% of the tweets from these two. Now, obviously I'm grossly simplifying and exaggerating the numbers per point, but that's the fault. That's the flaw in the logic. Number of tweets is not, that is statistically invalid in the nature of itself. You know, unless you're literally only wanting to capture that. And and I'm not saying that the author here is even saying more than that. Well, they do in a couple of places. Well, I got to admit, they lean I, into a little more implication. than that. Sure. I got to admit going into this, you know, I felt like, oh, there's going to be it, it's going to be, you know, they have they have the ends and now they need to justify it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and, what it reeks of. But then at the end. Right. It, it, but it again, checks itself. I know. But again, it's it's classic. I don't know. It's a classic article in the sense that, you know, if they want to be honest, they have to give the the correct conclusion. So, you know, do that at the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if that's what the intent was for the article, but um, but if you read it and you and you digest it, I mean, basically what she's saying is that it's a relatively small amount of people that are engaging in and, the and, hate and, and everyone else and everyone else it's not is a relatively small amount of people. It's a relatively small amount of tweets. Yeah. They're, they're even <laughs> there you more go. So. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't see anywhere in the article where she actually specifically. Yeah. No, they were careful about that. What are they are we talking about tweets? Are we grouping yeah. anything? So I, it seems to me that they're specifically the number of tweets. Right. And so what can you take from that? The answer that I think we're all kind of in agreement on is uh, be careful to take much more than the face value. So the, and the face value is only worth what, what it is. And that's why I'm glad that that last paragraph is on there Yeah, and says that, you know, we can say that it happens. It seems to happen a little more to this stuff that we drew all these other conclusions about. And it happens a little less to this, this groups that we drew all these conclusions about and all these assumptions that we made and all this leaps of logic that we made. But no matter what, it's a small number that the community outright rejects. Mm-hmm. And that, hey, yeah. guess what? That's the nature of a community. Mm-hmm. Yes. The nature of a community is that people come together with their disagreements and learn to get along. And the people who can't operate within that, when their disagreements or their differences differences or oppositions define them or define how they're like, end up conducting their behavior based on that definition, don't belong in the community. They're not part of the community. They can run around. They can drive on our streets. They can shop in our stores, but they are not. Part of the That's community what we call outliers. Thank you. And statistics yeah. is her, she found exactly. that most of them are outliers. Um, and and that's, just that's to how wrap statistics this whole thing up, guys. Works. You got your outliers and you got your, your main population. Right. It's a bell, mm-hmm. it's a bell but curve. I really, this is the best part of this whole thing. To wrap this whole thing up, the program that she used to find out if a tweet was negative or positive, which it rated it from a, a negative one to a positive one on, you know, a decimal within there, uh, whether it's negative or positive, but the name of the program is called Vader. Nice. <laughs> Word. 
Oh, I'd like to buy the world a Coke. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for following us along on this very self-indulgent, del- yeah. self-indulgent and far too meta episode of Flycast. That's a little more serious than we like to get, but... <laughs> well, you know, we've skirted around this issue for a long time, and we do always say... Guys, it's not as bad as some people yes. want you to believe, and yes. it's not as good as some people want you to believe. Correct. It just is. Yes. And that is that is that okay? No, because when somebody gets harassed and they feel harassed, yes. something needs to happen so that that person can be made to feel better. Right? Kelly Marie Tran can drop off Instagram and she can have people come out in full support of her, which guess what? Way more people come out in support and reaction course, than right. ever try to do that damage. But she's got to do what she's got to do to get through it and applaud her for that. Even if the she people, comes out antagonizing and swinging like some other people, Chuck one day, yeah, then we're going to, you know, then it's a little more of a gray area, but that's the thing. Though the haters are a different type there are there are people who criticize there are people who dislike there are people who would have liked things to be different provocateurs provocateurs but the haters are a different animal so we and i think if we can all just come and get along on all that hey go to a freaking convention are you getting fist fights at a convention are you going to the are you going to fan conventions and going all right which one of these people here are actually hateful of kelly marie tran i'm gonna find them or which one of these people doesn't think that enough people are supporting or you know they don't realize how hateful everyone no you're there because everybody's there to celebrate the same thing that's where fandom is that's where the community is fandom yeah the fandom is doing just fine i almost punched somebody in the funko line when they told me I needed a ticket. (laughs) But see, see, then a dude, then a dude, when you wanted to get into the con line, the con store, they're like, oh yeah, no, do you need to get a ticket to get a reservation again? And we were sitting there like, what? What is this bull crap? And then like out of magical thin air, dude pops up and he goes, here, you can have my ticket, blue boy. (laughs) (laughs) And gives Garrick a ticket for like 30 minutes for them. And Garrick goes, oh, thanks. And then didn't use it. So that's besides the point. You didn't have to mention that. (laughs) But the dude just, he just over like saw the look of disappointment on Garrick's childlike face. (laughs) Had an extra ticket (laughs) and had an extra ticket. And he just stopped and said, you can have my ticket. And then, and then he gave him his Jersey and they both drank Coke together. It was his name. Gorgeous. Mean Joe green. That's right. Mean Joe. Mean Joe just showed up right there in Orlando to try to save the day. Speaking of saving the day, why don't you run out to iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, I don't know, wherever the crap you're getting this stuff, and give us a nice five-star rating. Up, YouTube. Up, and the YouTube. Check out the YouTubes, baby. Give us a subscribe and give us a thumb up the butt. Whatever you do. I want 35 subscribers by next time. I want yeah, an man. up thumb. And I only want 6% harassment. That's right. <laughs> That's our target. Not, seven, not, point seven. Seven. not five. No. Get that sweet no. 6%. If we want to get that 7.7%, we're going to have to have a lady on the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's the thing. Oh, we don't, hey, I don't think no, Amy, that's 8.5. We don't know don't, any ladies that want to be around us when we talk about this I don't stuff. think Amy's on a podcast anymore. Oh, really? Is she between podcasts? She's between podcasts. Uh, she's too smart to come she back is. down she's to our level. Too she's probably hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, run out, give us a nice little review so we can reach uh, more listeners just like you. And follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where you can take part in the Circus of Vitriol. That frankly does not happen. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Our Twitter account. It's far more positive than you think, oh people. My, and it's not, it's not, it's not a bunch of butt padding either. It's not a bunch of artificial crap. It's just people having honest. We, threw the curve. we love 
And having fun, baby, and having fun. That's right. Go to Twitter. That's what Jack Dorsey wanted from you for you. He wanted you to have fun. Yeah, right. So I'm (laughs) going to our Twitter accounts like drinking Jaeger bombs. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, wait. That's wrong. No, maybe a little. I've had way too many Jaeger bombs tonight. Oh, geez. Oh, no. I see seven cans of Red Bull. Uh, or two, or one and a half. And here I am struggling to finish my iced tea. Uh, in the meantime, also, but yeah, YouTube. What's the YouTube uh, name there? Just search for you, Fly Casual Podcast. Fly Casual Podcast on the YouTube where you can listen there. And apparently Mike's doing some uh, pulling pulling out some of our, we're for whatever out, reason, look, little we're, snippets. We're, well, we're putting up the apps now. So you, if, that's, if that's your platform. You can watch Mike frantically try to get the right well, view comic th- up. <laughs> to, to me, I think that's the best part of the YouTube. We'll is, be watching Mike trying to keep up. <laughs> is, is, yeah, watching Mike click well, frantically. Well, we've already had comments that uh, that's the best part is is me trying to keep up with the podcast. Oh, that's already happening? It is already happening. I am so behind. <laughs> this is the best. Now, I, I can't wait now. I feel like I've got my my all my entertainment just cut out for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm assuming when we actually actually get to news and Mike start hits the well boys I'm assuming the mouse just dies in the middle of the screen <laughs> and doesn't move for 34 minutes yeah, that's true <laughs> that's true and you yourself can see by going to looking for the fly casual podcast on the YouTube so but thank you uh thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for coming along with us on that ride we know it was a little different tonight but you know what time to set the record straight yeah man you know, yeah. time to be frank. So let's uh, let's put some of this crap behind us and go on to being diehard fans of a little thing called Star Wars. I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Over there's Howie. Ding. And Gary. Rest in peace, Jerry Orbach. Rest in That's peace. That's right. Oh, man. My Disney yeah. prince. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. <laughs> like jelly. <laughs> gray jelly? 